Like the pine trees lining the winding road I've got a name I've got a name Like the singing bird and the croaking toad I've got a name I've got a name And I carry it with me like my daddy did But I'm living the dream Howdy, everybody. Cable Smith welcoming each and every one of you into episode 90, Big Nine Zero of Justified Pursuit. Alongside, as always, the good counselor, Chisholm Cook, who just put me in a foul mood because he told me we have a 50 minute cap on today's production. And I have a lot of stuff for today, man. A lot of stuff. Well, let's cover some ground. All right. We'll skip the uh, pleasantries. Okay. So I'm good. You're good. Uh, (laughs) I said, I said we would have some uplifting stuff for this week. So we're going to start with that. Uh, this little league, this East Texas little league player, um, beamed another kid in the head and he was like distraught because the kid fell to the ground and like, probably I'm assuming he was crying. He was like 12 years old. Yeah. And that 12 year old kid that got plunked in the dome, got up, walked to the mound, gave the kid a big hug. And then said, uh, someone, the reporter, somebody asked him why he did that. He said he just wanted to spread God's love. So I thought that oh, was that's cool. awesome. I saw yeah. that some on something today, maybe yeah. yesterday, but I didn't really like dive in and read about it. I, I love the, uh, that's great to hear. Isaiah yeah. Jarvis. Job. Uh, nice job, young man. Yeah, good Uplifting job, stuff. Now we can get to the world falling apart. <laughs> uh, but first, oh, first, going. dude, the kids went back to school today. So dads everywhere are celebrating getting back to nooners. <laughs> if I was to try to claim that I haven't had that on my mind here as of late, <laughs> I would be lying. It's we have next ours is next week. So oh yeah. Well, no, ours was scheduled. It happened, it was great. And then I oh, then for lunch, I made some uh, wild turkey buffalo chicken strips. Man, in the air fryer. It took like 10 minutes. Tossed them in some wing sauce, and but I did have to go to, uh, had to go to Wingstop because they have the best ranch in the world. Mm. And I said, I want, I walk into Wingstop. I'm like, I want two sides of ranch. <laughs> the guy's like, you just want sides of ranch? I was like, yeah. He goes, that'll be two fifty. And he goes, he goes two fifty. These things used to be fifty cents, and then like last week they were ninety cents. And now he looks up and he says, now they're a dollar fifteen. You know what? I'll just give you a free one. <laughs> Nice, dude. Yeah. So, so the, so the, ch- the cashier at the at the establishment was so pissed off at yeah. the inflation situation. I was, I was he like, hooked fine. you up. I was like, take my two fifty. I don't care. It's the best ranch in the world. I'll pay whatever it is. But oh, he's man, like, no, dude, fine. just have it. Yeah, he was wow. fired up about that. Um, so I was gonna get into what's going on in my and like my other business and everything, but we can do that another time. Uh, but I think there there is some interesting stuff on defamation and libel, and can you be held responsible? Right. For, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, Trump being held responsible, or one of my sponsors at Kent Cartridge. They're like, it would be like someone uh, using our ammunition to commit a crime and then holding us responsible. It's a very so, good analogy. I was actually, it's funny that you brought that up, and I forgot to mention it, thinking that we should probably leave that in its world and yeah. have it have nothing to do with this world. Well. I, but I, I like the idea of talking about can you be held responsible for something that someone else does that you didn't that you didn't tell them to do? Like as you're, 
counselor, friend, and counselor. with a legal background, I would advise us to table that until we have some clarity on the situation. So don't go how, on how uh, Ben O'Brien's podcast. He's asked me, he invited me for Monday. Dude, I mean, if you think everything is going to be okay, go for, go know. for it. It would be much better if y'all could come to an amicable, you know, resolution of your differences than end up in a lawsuit. I'm just worried about you saying things that are going to come back to bite you. Yeah. Well, they've already been sent a cease and desist letter by my attorney. So, well, good. Then you're getting proactive about it. So, um, all right. Where to start? Is that cryptic, y'all? Yeah. <laughs> if it well, was, you can just go, go to check Lone out Star the Lone Star Show yeah. Instagram and yeah. see the interaction with filmmaker Ben Masters. Um, where to start? Biden weaponizing government agencies, I think, would be a good start starting point for today. I, uh, I don't know that this has ever happened before. Certainly not in our lifetimes where he has actively had the FBI raid a former president's residence. Like, or, what is going on, dude? And for what reason? Well, the reason is that he has confidential documents from mm -hmm. his time as presidency at Mar-a-Lago. And the FBI and Department of Justice have decided that they're not properly stored. That's literally what they're saying is that this was about basically a concern because there's nothing illegal about him keeping documents from his time as presidency. Mm -hmm. But there is something called the Presidential Records Act, which has laws about how those must be kept. Mm -hmm. They went, they being the FBI, and visited Mar-a-Lago earlier this year. I think it was earlier this year. It could have even been in 2021 after Biden took office. But I think it was earlier this year. And the Trump team and Donald Trump himself welcomed them in. Set up a room in Mar-a-Lago with all the documents that they kept from his term. So that the FBI could inspect it all. Mm -hmm. And they left. And then they came back a few months later and raided the place and took them. And their claim is they became concerned in the, in the meantime about the manner in which these records were being kept. Weren't they declassified records if he has them there? Well, no, that's the thing is they're still technically classified. And as such, he has to maintain them in a certain way. Mm. Only so many people, you know, certain, only certain people with clearance can see them. They have to be properly secured. So they already I, you know, came once and you can imagine, right? that like, he was complying with that. They came once and then left and didn't take the documents. They took yeah. an inventory of the documents and the manner in which they were being kept. The level of security uh, that they were being kept under. And then, yeah, at some point in the meantime, the DOJ decided that they weren't being properly kept. There was some risk there and got a warrant from a judge who incidentally was apparently appointed by Trump, but an Obama campaign contributor who worked for Jeffrey Epstein's employees in one of his child trafficking cases. I saw that. That guy signed this warrant. So mm. anybody who wants to know how deep these rabbit holes go, oh, yeah. Trump apparently appointed an Obama campaign contributor and former protector of the greatest greatest is probably the wrong, wrong word but the the most the, that's not the right word at all 
most notorious child sex trafficker in the history of the country, uh, a guy who, who defended that guy's people, that's the guy who signed this warrant. There's so mm. many questions, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's mm-hmm. questions are too okay, many so questions that, to list. That's their claim. But that's their claim. And the most, you know, people look at it and they're like, if that's really all this is, I mean, Andrew Cuomo, have you seen that? Former mm-hmm. disgraced governor of New York, Andrew yeah. Cuomo, released, a, I think, a tweet earlier this week that Fox jumped all over that was like, they better have a lot more in that warrant, basically, than an allegation of potential mishandling of documents, or they will have completely undermined the public trust in the January 6th process. And, you know, in other words, he was just saying, like, the excuse we're being given so far is BS. This shouldn't have happened like this. It's funny because my first reaction was Andrew just doesn't want the FBI to show up at his place. <laughs> right. But um, um, what? So who is the guy who was a universal income? He was running as Democrat. His last name's Yang. Is What's his first name? Yeah, I think that's Andrew as well. Andrew, Andrew, Yang. Andrew yeah. Yang. He came out today and he has since formed a third party. I didn't even know. I, I hadn't heard much about that guy lately, but he has his own party now. And uh, he came out in defense of it. And he said, you know, I'm, I don't want Trump anywhere near the White House. But he said, you know, essentially, this is ridiculous. And came all in, this is going to do is is rally the support for Trump yeah. when you do something like this. He's like, it's going to totally backfire on him. Uh, why? Well, but <clears throat> I think it was a miscalculation on their part. And here's why I think they did it. They have tried to pin so many things to Trump and none of it sticks. He's Teflon. And they keep coming after him. And so now they're like, what's the next thing we can do? to try to put a chink in his armor before the the midterms and they're like well at least we'll drag him through the mud here and we'll make people think that the sheep out there that there's really some substance to this even though it seems like there unequivocally isn't um but i think it was i think it was a miscalculation <laughs> like dude listen do any left-wingers think this is acceptable like if hillary and hunter biden haven't had oh. this happen to him like what how this is just... you, you know darn good and well this is straight up this line is drawn the same place every other line that's exists is being drawn 35 percent of the country is cheering this um mm. basically the rest of the country that's that's like the hardcore left that hillary can do no wrong left right oh, she has a new hat now yeah yeah the kind of person sense. who would buy her but the emails hat, which she began promoting immediately upon this. What, dude, I, I, pride comes face. before the fall. That yeah. woman is so brazen. Her time is coming. One way or another, whether it's on this planet or in hell, that woman's time is coming. But, you know, a majority of Democrats, but not a not majority. Yeah, her, probably her greater than 50 be right there with her in hell after the, there's a portrait uh, of him on Pedo yeah. Island. Yeah. And a poor and a painting of him in a dress, in right? That that one, Chief yeah. Pito's Pito's Manhattan uh, condo, yeah. yeah. Probably something like it's 50, just art, fifty-five percent <laughs> of Democrats, maybe even sixty percent. Who knows? Think this? There's no problem here. More traditional, quote, liberal Democrats are like, well, this is at a minimum. They're thinking, boy, this is really dumb. All you're doing is galvanizing, as you pointed out, the right behind trump a portion of that group's like well what the hell are they even you know there are there are 
there are left-leaning you know media types like i just mentioned andrew cuomo who are challenging the validity of this at all saying you better have something in that warrant that's more important than we weren't you know confident in his securing these documents i okay <clears throat> so any chance that there's some dirt in there that they're like we don't want trump to use this against for us. sure that's my yeah. take that's exactly what i was going to say you can bet your ass that he's got a pile of embarrassing stuff to the Department of Justice in particular, all the different branches of it, uh, you know, to, to, you know, multiple individuals in high level government positions. I, I would bet money it's a treasure trove of ways to, you know, prove and demonstrate how corrupt everything is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's what I think it is. I mean, dude, have we never, I don't even know if we've ever talked about this. Project Veritas. Mm -hmm. got raided a few months ago because they had a copy of this alleged uh, diary of, uh, I think it's Ashley Biden, right? Joe's daughter, right? Hunter's sister, mm -hmm. in which she claimed that he showered with her till she was like eight, nine, ten years old and even said to an age where it maybe wasn't appropriate anymore, right? Now, I'm not sitting here saying that's legit. And frankly, the guy from Project Veritas, I can't think of his name right now, never tried to claim it was legit. And what he did when he received it was called the authorities and never published it because he couldn't verify its validity and didn't want to put it out there. And he gets his, his home raided in the cover of darkness to confiscate this, this diary, right? So poof, it's just gone now. It's just gone now, and he's and all of the maneuvering of that was leaked to the New York Times by the FBI, just the same way that the Carter Page stuff was leaked to the FBI, and the hoax about the PP tapes was leaked not to the FBI by the FBI to the media, right? So that for four years the media could lie boldfacedly about Trump getting peed on by hookers in Russia even though the FBI knew it was not true. Comey has mm. said they knew it was not true. They leaked it anyway. Dude, the FBI is the most corrupt organization in America right now. And I say that just because the CIA is basically like designed to be corrupt, right? Like the CIA are spies. The FBI mm. is supposed to be the police of the federal government, which, oh, by the way, isn't constitutional to begin with. So maybe it's time they go bye-bye. They should they shut it down, will. dude. They never will. Um, it needs to be completely reformed, man. Everybody I agree, above 100%. field agent needs to be fired and replaced with, you know, Americans who are beholden to justice in the Constitution. It is. I mean, from this to uh, inciting January 6th stuff, we know there was agents there, dude. I get, we've got we've got links in our show notes of Times New York Times articles from 2001 where they framed a 19 year old Muslim kid. We Minnesota know what they did to the Michigan Wolverine, Michigan, yeah. the, the Wolverine Watchmen, right? We know where they were all over January 6th. The list is, I mean, the, the No Agenda guys talk about this, and I think I've mentioned it before, but for like 15 years, there was something after 9-11, there was what they called the six-week cycle. Once every six weeks, on average, the FBI would come out with some big bust, right? And it was like, oh, uh, 
you know, some, some IT hack attempt on the power grid or this, that, and the other. And it's like, why do, why does anybody in America believe that any of that is legit or that mm-hmm. half of it? I mean, there's enough fraud and enough framing of American citizens that we just listed to put everything they do in doubt. Yeah. Everything they do. Uh, did you, I, I want to play a little bit of this and it's not like uh, either one of us are Trump apologists, but he did come out with a little bit of a video after they raided his house. And there, there's like, there is background stuff and because it is a, a, a film, but I want to, I think uh, it's worth taking a listen to. Where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year in more than five decades. Thunder, a little ominous. We are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history, and we are no longer energy independent or energy dominant, which we were just two short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and Saudi Arabia for oil. We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan, leaving behind dead soldiers in America. Uh, it's, it, it's three minutes long. I'm going to play the whole thing, but so this is in black and white with the rain. And then about at the two minute mark, it turns to color and he gets real fired up and says, but we're going to take it back, you know? Um, and it's, it's propaganda. I mean, it's designed to rally the troops, but nothing he said in there wasn't factual. And I think like, like about I, the I, one clip of him predicting all the things that Biden would do. And then, yeah like they over they like insert in biden you know doing them after claiming he wouldn't like yeah dude it's he's not wrong man no and (laughs) and i even saw you know ryan is it ryan fournier uh he's not wrong walter he's just an (laughs) a-hole the political guy uh i forget which he might be with like the blades or something but uh he said that he wanted to back desantis but after what they just did to trump he'll crawl through he'll crawl over broken glass and he doesn't, he doesn't care if Trump just shot someone on Fifth Avenue. He's still voting for him in the, in the primary. Speaking of things Trump was right about, I guess. <sighs> Jeez, dude. He called that a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, again, I hope he doesn't run. And he'll just be so divisive for the country. But if he does run, he'll get my vote. There's no other, there's no other option. There's two choices. Or you could vote for Yang, who doesn't have a chance in hell. Um, speaking of corruption... And I, I've seen so many different takes on this, on the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. But essentially, you ruin the economy, and now you're going to, I don't remember the dollar amount, if it was, I think it was like 700 something billion annually that this thing is going to cost us. Taxes on small businesses, sole proprietorships. Uh, the IRS now has 87,000 new employees. The IRS. 87,000 new employees. And it was Cinema who actually, I was found this surprising. She voted in favor of it after they kicked out the, uh, the extra tax on billionaires, which I was like, so now we have this, this new bill that's only, it's really aimed at the middle class, right? And that's what this whole administration is doing is trying to gut the middle class to, you know, we'll make equity. Well, how do you, how do you turn, how do you ruin a society? You turn every, you make everyone equal, equal, 
and you make them reliant on the government. And the middle class doesn't do that. We don't need that. We can fend for ourselves, but they keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And that is exactly what this bill is going to do. Um, I had a great talk with uh, uh, Gabriella. Uh, shoot, just forgot her name. Huffman, I think. Uh, she hosts the uh, District of Conservation podcast, and she's much more, more well-versed in this subject. Okay. Um, but she was trying to educate me on how this is going to basically gut the middle class of America. And we're, all, we're already falling on hard times. But but the point of the thing is how do we how do you fix inflation by spending ungodly gobs of money? It doesn't work like that. Has there been a week that has gone by since we did our 1984 review where this regime and I mean generally the people in charge of our government whatever affiliation they claim although most of them are clearly democrats has not done a Orwellian 1984 style rewrite of history, redefinition of words, memory, like, but particularly this, this use of language to manipulate, to call this thing, the inflation reduction act <laughs> is so laughable. It's all, it's the climate day change it and energy the, crap is mostly what it is. The other day it was the don't say gay bill that didn't say the word gay in it. Mm-hmm. right we're not in a recession even though we're in a textbook recession like well no can't we're not possibly the, we're print, not in dude. a recession they rewrote the definition you can First, look it up in the dictionary it was 400 billion dollars as of sunday now they're saying it's 700 billion dollars right we don't have any money we are running a deficit for like three straight decades. So the only way to spend 700 billion is to print it, mm. which is the definition of inflation. They try to play this ridiculous shell game, you know, sleight of hand thing where they're like, well, inflation is because of rising costs uh, to the consumer. It's the company's fault. No, inflation by definition is when the government prints more money. And there's more cash out there chasing fewer and fewer goods. It's that's why I got the free ranch, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's a terrible, but did you look it, it, at all the, uh, the uh, green energy and renewable yeah, dude. climate change horse crap that's in this it's thing? climate change? It's socialized medicine. It's 87,000 new IRS agents and $80 billion in new funding yeah, for the IRS. IRS, which did you know that you know 80 they come billion, after? the middle class? Absolutely. They, and the dude, poor. Fifth, and the poor. I, I listened. I, I heard this just early yesterday that an analysis of the last couple of years worth of audit data, 50% of everyone who gets audited in America makes under $75,000. You know why they go after them? Because they're slam dunks. Because if you don't make more than $75,000, you can't freaking afford the lawyers and CPAs that it takes to fight back. So you just mm-hmm. lose. Yeah. You know what happens if you do fight back and you win? Nothing. They say, oh, okay, I guess we were wrong. Mm-hmm. Now enjoy paying down this debt we just saddled you with. That's the do thing. 
they you, audit you and you're clean and you have no recourse to recoup what it costs to prove it. They just turn your life upside down for two years and they walk away. The gangsters, yeah. dude. The IRS is gangsters. Under the I Obama administration, they sick them on conservatives. Yeah. Everybody knows it. It's a damn. So now there's 87,000 more of them. They've got $80 billion in more funding. Did you know that 45 out of the 50 states in the union, all but five states have less than $80 billion annual budgets for their entire state infrastructure? We just gave the IRS more money in one fail swoop than 45 states in the union spend in a year. And, and I still see everyone celebrating it like this is a good thing. You've just bankrupted the country. Like if, if we weren't already there. What you see is Silicon Valley pushed us over the edge, man. And, you know, biased media, you know, paid and bought liars saying that there's no, there's no, uh, there's not an American citizen in the country that's excited about 87,000 new IRS agents. So I mentioned this to uh, Gabriella Hoffman. That is her name. Sorry, Gabby. I forgot your last name there for a second, but District of Conservation podcast. I encourage people to check that out. It's a great listen and she's very thorough. Uh, I learned a lot in the conversation, but one thing that I told her that, that I was like, this is what doesn't make sense to me. Do you know how many border patrol agents we have? Take a guess. Uh, I heard this. I know Crenshaw talked about it, but it's a lot less than the 87,000 IRS agents, right? It's 20,000. Yeah. 20,000. And we just signed up 80. We just created 87 new IRS jobs, 87,000 new IRS jobs. I mean, is it, can anyone not, I mean, even if you're on the left, how can you not look at this and say, this man, this administration does not give a shit about the border. He doesn't give a crap about Americans. He doesn't give a crap about security. He doesn't give a, a crap about drugs, child prostitution. None of it. None. When you have more IRS agents than you do securing your border, something's messed up. I don't, it, I can't, I cannot rationalize that reality okay doesn't make any sense to me yeah so i mean there, 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 there is no i heard this is the second well i mean there is there is a of, there is a rationale but if you say it then 40 percent of americans call you a crazy cons- right-wing conspiracy theorist do you think that most people realize how much money we're talking about because everything i've read is that this is the second biggest piece of legislation passed by a democrat in the last 30 years other than Obama's Obamacare. That's, yeah, the, I mean, brevity. That, That's the brevity of what, what just happened. And it's kind of like, uh, I don't think people really understand. Crazy. Shaking his head in disgust. Um, oh, oh, also, there's this, uh, there's a, I think he's a congressman, I'm going to tell you. Just uh, more uh, FBI hijacking and overreach here, but I have it saved. So, um, Representative Scott Perry, he's a obviously a Republican <laughs> from Pennsylvania. He was essentially at dinner with his family, and the FBI came and took his cell phone. Did you hear about that? Uh, this was very... right after the Miralago raid, like the day after. I, I saw that it happened. I didn't see the term, like, the setting or anything. I didn't know it was that he was at, he was in a restaurant at dinner with his family. Well, you no, know, he was traveling with his family. This is this this is from uh, Breitbart. Traveling with his family, approached by three FBI agents with a warrant, and they took his cell phone. 
right? I mean, dude, speechless. There's, there's no denying that, that there's just, there's just, there is no denying that the FBI has been weaponized against conservatives, against yeah. the Republicans, whether it's school, angry parents protesting grooming in their schools. No, those parents are whether racist. it's, you know, going it's- after, you know, people who are concerned about, you know, oddities in elections, whether it's, you know, confiscating Trump's documents and everybody else's, dude. They've raided Ruli Giuliani's house. They've raided Project Veritas. They've raided, um, they barged in. CNN was live on the scene when they barged into that um, Roger Stone character's house, like right after the election, right? So, so not only did the FBI raid Roger Stone and arrest him in his underwear, but they had leaked to the C- to CNN they were going to do it. <laughs> and, and, you know, name a single Democrat that this has happened to. Yet, the corruption, how is, if all of this is warranted, how in God's name is Hunter Biden hanging out in a Malibu estate mm. with Secret Service protecting him and spending millions of dollars a year of taxpayer money? Well, I mean, also not to mention the Hillary Ukraine laundered him quite a bit of money, bought paintings dude, from him for I mean, millions of dollars. Jim Comey lied, lied Wonderful to Congress and then got to write a book about it. Yeah. Right. He made money admitting to having lied to Congress. Jim Clapper, same thing. All these left wing. Oh, the, the lady that worked for politicians the, uh, for the. Uh, it wasn't the WHO. She, I think it was a state, uh, uh, a federal level, but the one who came out and with the book and she admitted that they were lying about the vaccines. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, forgot her name, but... Me too. Who cares? She's an afterthought. But I mean, it is what it is. They just rub it in her face now. Uh, Hillary's email hat. They don't even care. They don't even... The Time Magazine piece where, yeah, we, we used social media to steal, not steal, to alter the election by suppressing conservative views. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the, what, what happened close to your house here in San Antonio, hmm. because this, I don't know what's more infuriating. The, well, they go hand in hand, the inflation reduction act and the military operation in downtown San Antonio that took place. And since that's close to home for you, I'll let you, expand on what I'm referencing. Yeah. So on Sunday, um, news broke. Um, I think it was first reported on Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, sometime local San Antonio news began reporting that the mayor and the police chief, um, were wanting to inform the San Antonio area that the army, um, actually, well, I guess the army was directing something from uh, special operations command, SOCOM or whatever, a special mm. forces command. A <clears throat> hundred some, a hundred something special operators uh, would be descending on downtown, and what they described as like East San Antonio neighborhoods to run uh, close combat urban warfare drills. From 7 p.m. till 1 a.m. 
Um, although you could begin expecting to hear choppers and seeing activity as early as 6 p.m. and hear it going on until as late as 3 a.m. But the um, blank firearm rounds, controlled explosives, and low-flying helicopters would be focused from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. in this downtown area and you know, sort of surrounding urban neighborhoods. Um, the mayor had to acknowledge that he had not been made aware of it until like that Sunday. And this was going to start Monday night, this past Monday and did. There are now reports about people hearing stuff. Um, the police chief had think had claimed it would go through Wednesday night, but then the army themselves said it, you can expect city activity through Friday. So even at the time of publishing all this on Sunday, they didn't have it straight. The extent of this thing, mm-hmm. um, the mayor and a, I think a city councilman both said, you know, two weeks notice would have probably been more appropriate than like two days. Um, but that was all the negative. Like that was literally the only negative that I saw in five or six different local news outlets about the matter. Um, you know, I should say for the, anybody who doesn't know. So, what, so how much, what area did they shut down? Dude, I don't think they shut anything down. Huh. They just conducted these operations with just like, biz, like business as usual for the Well, I mean, it was, citizenship. 7, it was 7 p.m. till 1 a.m., right? So what business is really going on in those times? I don't know what happened, man. Um, you're not getting any, like the, the army won't tell anybody what they're, they're claiming. It's all confidential, you know, like top secret. Well, I talked to a former special ops person who has uh, a friend that's still on the inside. And he said, what, what they're being told is that it's in case they need to fight crime, like crime waves, like big groups and, you know, uh, riots and stuff like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. What does that really mean? It's, he said they're using, they're, they're testing it out to see if they can use a small special ops force to put down a large resistance of armed citizens. So small force, large group of citizens that are armed. And that's what they're, that's why they're running these tests. Yeah. I mean, that's what anybody that, you know, believes in quote conspiracy theories is assuming. So as we've said for a couple months now, yesterday's conspiracy theory is today's good old conspiracy. So yeah, I mean, what else, dude? I don't know, man. Like again, I, what I was getting at is I don't, I don't. <clears throat> they're so tight-lipped about what they're doing; it's hard to really understand. Like, what what does that mean, right? Are y'all charging literally down like neighborhood streets? Like, if you ever been to San Antonio, there's a mm. decent little downtown area, and then all right all around it is cool old hundred something year old neighborhoods right like yeah so so what are y'all doing what are y'all rolling tanks down the street or or are there you know warehouses and things that you've set up you know mocked up for the kind of training drills you might expect them to have done on a base traditionally right because they've always you know i've listened to jocko willing talk about it they'll build out a space on a base like a whole city scene, right? Like a couple of block scene with buildings that you charge into and you clear rooms and all that stuff. And it's all just like plywood boxes that you're moving in through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 
bases only have so much space. They only have so much resources and you can only get so much out of that level of simulation. So that we had that guy commenting on our Instagram page, like, yo, this isn't that big of a deal. This happens all the time. Well, and, and the only thing he could provide was said that they, they routinely do operations, but then I was like, but do they do them in downtown San Antonio? And right. I was like, oh, what that guy provided if, and I haven't gone to the link, to be honest with you, I just sort of just took what he said at face value and stopped worrying about it. But it looked to me like he was kind of focused on the helicopter part. Cause they, they mentioned like expect black ops to be flying low, Blackhawks to be flying low over neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So he pointed out like, that happens once to twice a year in Houston. Okay. But what about the hundred special forces ops guys in the city streets? Like that can't be done on a sound stage. Like that has to be like, mm-hmm. and I don't remember hearing about it in San Diego, but then again, I haven't heard anybody outside of the city of San Antonio mention it anywhere in the country. I still haven't seen it reported. I haven't seen one of my, you know, conservative minded podcasts bring it up you know it's trump raid trump raid trump raid you know inflation reduction act 24 7 and nobody outside of local news has touched this thing maybe it's not a big deal and you know i don't know maybe they should be what the guy told me (laughs) when when he says yeah it's uh it's they're telling us that it's to control you know unruly crowds yeah not antifa presumably yeah right no because they've never lifted a finger against antifa they're expecting really angry americans like you know armed second amendment what else are they going to do what do they have planned that's going to make us that angry i mean that's that's the question right maybe nothing maybe they just feel like they need to be prepared in case Um, but that goes to why i think it you know it's part psyop there's nobody will ever convince me that it's not in part a psyop. Hey, y'all. We're prepared in case y'all get a little crazy. Just FYI. Mm-hmm. You know, and it has the dual benefit of, and they are prepared in case people get a little crazy, I guess. You know, it's still weird that no national uh, news outlets have even mentioned it. That's the part that bugs me the most, man. I can't imagine that, like, you know, some of the podcasts, I know no agenda will be all over it on Thursday. You can bet your ass. And I bet you from what I'm seeing so far, that might be the only guys that touch it, period. But they'll talk about it. Yeah. Well, for once we get to break a story. Yeah, breaking news. Um, Pelosi's take on China. It's just This is just fun with real audio, just so we can laugh at that batshit crazy broad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But she, I don't know at what point in the day she starts drinking, but it's early. There we yeah, go. Well, I think her brain it's is only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's talk a little bit. Democracy, yeah. Courageous people. And, and it's just, I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. China. It's a wonderful place. A great democracy. Brave people. Brave people. So brave that they've been living under uh, communist rule. Her, she for, needs to chill her role, I guess. She's hitting the sauce. Fancy yeah. Nancy's hitting that sauce. Ten, ten days ago, she was a fearless warrior 
you know, bowing up by going to Taiwan. And today she's like, oh, we love China. They're such a good democracy. It's so important. I think she's just stupid and, and, and meant to say Taiwan and got everything confused in her head. That's what I think happened. I mean, she's not a real person. None of them are, dude. None of them are real people. Uh, have I told you this yet? I, I, there's a few people in my life. You think life it's that, all weekend at Bernie's? Um, I mean, with that, with those, <laughs> with those, you know, octogenarians, basically, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, more than that, they're just they're bought and paid for, right? They're mm-hmm. not. I mean, they're not real people because they're never telling you what they really think about anything. And I don't, but I, but I think part of it is I don't think they think. I don't think they care. It's only right. dollars, right? They don't, they don't, they don't have thoughts about anything. It's lining their own pockets. It's all they care about. The, the politicians. I mean, the way that this country was set up, they were never supposed to be in the one percent of the wealthy. Yep. But but that's where we are now. That's right. So I've I've got this. Um, line of questions that i intend to roll out to some of my loved ones whose views on such things uh don't make sense and bother me um i think i'm gonna pull them off now i think i've mentioned this before but it's a work in progress yeah and then i gotta go um the first question which i think is one i've mentioned i got one more piece of audio to play but it won't take long but go ahead Simple difference. What is the difference between Democrats and Republicans? A lot of people don't know, but the simple difference, as I've said on the show before, is the role of the federal government. Democrats mm-hmm. believe in top-down control. The feds control our lives. Republicans believe in state-up control. The state is the most important. So if you support the Democrats, my next question is, do you trust politicians, particularly federal politicians? Because just about everybody will say no. So then why do you want them in control of your life? Republicans aren't a whole lot better, but, Mm -hmm. you know, at least they say they're for letting you handle things as locally as possible. And I think their policy tends to generally their policies go that direction. Yeah, right. They they're they're managed their their methods for as crooked as the left, but their methods for lining their pockets and pillaging are geared towards liberty somehow they're still robbing us blind but they're they're doing it from a a more libertarian perspective somehow anyway play your audio all right uh so we've played this guy quite a few times uh as he's one of the few that still resides on the left side of the fence that i respect which i didn't used to it's so weird how this we've had this transformation uh but you know as two guys who like to go to the gym and have some semblance of physical fitness as we are in our early 40s and and not content to just let ourselves go uh we've talked about fat shaming and um it's one of the, my favorite topics the new the new so, fad that okay fat say. is healthy so here's the great bill maher on his show talking about that exact topic there's a disturbing trend going on in america these days rewriting science to fit ideology or just to fit what you want reality to be. We've gone from fat acceptance to fat celebration. That's new. To view letting yourself go as a point of pride? We used to at least try and be fit and healthy, and society praised those who succeeded. Now the term body positivity is used to mean 
I'm perfect the way I am because I'm me. It's Orwellian, how often positivity is used to describe what's not healthy. Of course, you can get away with anything bad for you when you're young. But let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a fat 90-year-old? I said that to somebody the other day. I said, have you ever seen a fat 80-year-old? Who was I arguing with? Bill Maher taking up for the right-wing ideology that, you know, being fit is a good thing. (laughs) Right. You're an extremist, Chisholm. You're probably going to go to the gym today. Uh, Probably for a jog, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I need to really roll my thighs and IT bands out first, though, because everything's hurting. Oh, good. I strained my calf yesterday or on Monday night in my soccer game. And I think it was just because I wasn't drinking enough water. Literally running down the field and just fell over like somebody shot me and been limping around since then. So I'm going to go to cryotherapy today and get a spot treatment on my calf like I did yesterday. One of the worst. One of the many reasons that I prefer not to drink anymore, certainly not much, is like half the time anymore if I drink really not even a whole lot, but definitely if I drink and don't drink enough water, I will wake up at two o'clock in the morning instantaneously because my calf has turned into a knot. And that is, does that ever happen to you? It's like a Charlie horse in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a cramp, I guess, yeah. Charlie horse. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. you're, but it's always my calf and they're just like, just like instantaneously like cinches up and then you just can't move and you're paralyzed and you're screaming. It's it's definitely happened to me for sure. Um, so also don't stick your penis in another man's butthole and we can avoid the next pandemic. It's graphic. I wasn't well, ready for that. It seems Not like wrong. that's the monkeypox thing, you know, like it's Not only wrong. affecting one small part of the population, but yet I love how they can shut the whole country down from doing anything for a virus that was killing pretty much people 59 and older and then force everybody to take vaccines uh, that are experimental, but uh, they can't ask the gay community to chill on the orgies for 90 days. They just can't do that. It's not puzzle. That's not, that's not woke. They have the right, right. to spread monkeypox <laughs> if they want. All right. Uh, I think maybe more on monkeypox next uh, next week, but that's going to do it for episode 90 of Justified Pursuit or Chisholm Cook. I'm Cable Smith. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Baby,